Welcome to the Still Training Podcast. These are intended for our still approved dealers and garden centres. If you're a still customer, thank you for listening, but please be aware that this episode may mention training resources and processes not available to the general public. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Still Training Podcast. Welcome to another Still GB Training Podcast. My name is Lee, and once again, I'll be your host. In this episode, well in fact, the next two episodes, they're really a follow-up to a previous podcast where we discuss the different still apps that are currently available. Stuart will be joining us this time to talk us through the IMO app from the end user's perspective and maybe fill in some of those gaps that we couldn't quite fill in the first time round. And in the second episode, we will be joined by Declan from our technical services team who will tell us what the app has to offer the dealer. Let's go. So I'm going to welcome back Stuart. How are you doing, Stuart? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you, Lee. Good to have you back again. So Stuart and I uh, both have our IMO apps open at the landing page. This is the default or home page, which will open once you log into the app. But to get this far, an account needs to be set up. Uh, the selling dealer will register the machine using a dealer-only portal. The only information that is needed is the customer's email address. Uh, once this information is uh, input into the portal, a link will be sent to the end user via an email where the customer will be able to activate their account, add their details, password, etc. Again, we just want to point out uh, that this app is only for C or connected version uh, IMO models. Once the account is activated, the app can be downloaded and the user can log in and away they go. So, Stuart, at this point, we, you and I should both be on the same page of our IMO apps. So I'm going to sort of like um, point things out and go to certain pages and then uh, hopefully you can fill in the gaps for us all, if that's okay. Perfect. I'll yeah. try my best. Okay, so I'm on the main landing page now, which uh, on my phone is a black landing page. And at the top of the page, I've got an IMO logo with my email address underneath, or it would be the customer's or the end user's email address. So I'm going to tap that logo now. And uh, if you can explain to us what we'll be seeing now, please, Stuart. Yeah, so you, now you'll be seeing the um, My Data the My Data page. On there, you've got like a, a circle at the top with the IMO logo in the centre of it. If you click on there, you can actually change your logo. So you can have a picture of your very own IMO in your very own garden. Or you can have a selfie on there, whichever you choose. Might go for selfie. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously you've got your email address. You can input your mobile phone numbers there and you sort your password out on there for, for your app. Underneath there, you've got your settings. Um, obviously, choose which language you want. You can also select your supplying dealer on there. Okay. And then you've got a, re- a really important tab um, to enable service for dealer. And the one underneath there for messages, is, it's, you don't have to have them turned on at all. You can leave them off. It won't affect the IMO's um, performance in the slightest. But what it will do is it will help the supplying dealer or your servicing dealer to an um, to assist you remotely if there's any problems with your IMO. So it could take save a lot of time and it could get your machine up and running again if there were to be any problems. So it's entirely up to the customer whether they choose to put them sliders on or off, but um, it is a massive help for the dealers if it's turned on. Okay, so so basically let's say, for example, this time of year I've gone outside in my garden and I'm doing a bit of gardening, uh, 
doing some turning over or something with a spade and I accidentally put the, the spade down in the wire and potentially damage the wire or something like that. We know it happens to, it can happen at times. So, so basically rather than making all sorts of phone calls and, and, and dragging dealers out, etc., with this enable service for dealer tab engaged, you can give the dealer access to the IMO app and they can see potentially what's happened to guide you in the right direction. That's everything on that page, yeah. So I've I've pressed finish now and that's taken me back to the landing page again. So uh, towards the, the, the bottom half of the page now, I've got obviously my demo fleet. Uh, I've got a couple of IMOs listed here. So if a customer has multiple IMOs, they will all be listed here, won't they? So they can have quick access to them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to click on uh, my still IMO one and uh, open up a page. If you want to choose a machine, Stuart, and then tell us what we're going to see. Yep. So... Okay. Uh, start at the top of the top top right hand corner. I think there's like a little sprocket or a gear. In yeah. There. Look. Okay. So if you click on that um, um, <laughs> sprocket cog, um, at the first one you can see it says rename. So that's as it says on the tin. You can rename your IMO. So rather than it having the standard serial number, um, nine digit number there, you can delete that and rename it as whatever you want to want to call your machine. I call, um, I call it Bob. Bob. Yeah, yeah. Bob's a good name yeah. for an IMO. Yeah. And then underneath that, you've got set automatic mowing. That should be on. If that's turned off, your IMO will sit on the docking station forever. So your automatic mowing should always be on. Okay, yeah. And then underneath, you've got GPS protection on. Um, you want that on. If someone decides to try and do a runner with your IMO, once, it, once, once someone makes a machine up when they're coming out of your property with it, it will, it will send a notification to the customer's phone. So that's always worth having turned on. Okay, and I, I believe that works when it's on the highest setting, the sort of like four settings in the off and then three yep, yep. extra settings that, that obviously increase security the higher you go. And uh, when the IMO is installed, it geofences for this north, south, east and west points. And when the IMO is taken out of that geofenced area, it, it then sends a message to to the owner, doesn't it, to let them know that the machine's been taken out of that area. So it's a re- really efficient and clever way of... Uh, it is very, very good. I've, I've heard good, fantastic reports on it. Okay, that's good. So moving on down. So obviously underneath it, you can see safety levels highlighted underneath that, just telling you what position your machine's in. Underneath that, you've got child lock. Um, again, that just stops. It, it puts a code in your machine so you can, you, the, a young child can't just go on and start pressing buttons and get the machine working. Um, underneath that, you've got the starting point. So if, you, if you've got an area where you think it's not getting cut around that corner, around the back of the garage there where it's a bit narrow to get into, the IMO just seems to keep missing that area. If you know the distance from the docking station right around to that position, you can then put a starting point in. So you can click on the starting points. It'll tell you what the circumference is. Underneath that, it'll say from the docking station, probably at the moment it'll say 10 out of 10. If you decide you need to put a starting point at 100 metres, you'd go to starting point one, 100 metres, Two times out of ten, go and start around there. So then, what the machine would do, as it comes, as it starts its everyday mowing, once or twice in every ten, depending on what you choose, it won't start from the docking station. What it'll do, it'll come out off the docking station, travel around the perimeter wire, and then once it gets to that hundred meters, it'll start its cutting um, cycle at that point there. There's also a radius feature, isn't there? So at that point, yeah. So if you want to tell us a bit about that, please. Yeah, you can choose, like I said, the hundred meters. You can choose a frequency and you can choose a radius and um, you can choose like a 10 meter radius, 12 meter radius or all the way up to, I'm just looking now, up to 30 meters. Yeah, th- 30 and, meters. So in theory, it's, a, it's 
60 metres wide by my maths, yeah? Yes, absolutely, would correct. Be, yeah. Yep, so yeah, it'll, so it'll, uh, it'll go and do its cutting in that area there. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I, I've got, uh, on one of my demo machines, uh, I've got a, there's a really complicated area right at the, the, the top end of the, the patch and uh, there's a lot of trees around there. And, and you know, from time to time, you can just see it getting a little bit longer in, 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 in certain areas. So I have a starting point there and it goes there one out of 10 times on like a 20 meter radius because it's about 40 meters wide. And it just it just hammers that area for, for you know, for, for a, a decent period of time and keeps that down. So we don't we don't have that, uh, that uh, those odd patches like peering through. So, yeah, yeah, really, really good feature that really. Yeah, clever. it's very clever, yeah. very, very clever. Right. I need to just close that down and get back to what we're talking about there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so after underneath starting points, you've got rain sensor. You've got zero is mowing all weather. Four is mowing dry conditions only, and you can uh, you can guess the three is a little bit of rain. Two's halfway between yeah, di- a lot of rain and no rain. Yeah, di- different amounts of rain falling. And the difference is it's how quickly the machine comes back out, isn't it, after it's finished after after the rain showers have finished Correct. it's a different length of time before the the IMO comes back out again yeah yeah okay okay and then underneath that you've got um edgemo you can have that set on never or up to five times and that's five times per week so what the IMO will do it'll follow the egg perimeter wire exactly all the way around and cut in the very very edge of your lawn so you can choose how often you need to have that cut and to be honest with you once once a week is probably enough isn't it you know, yeah, absolutely. The, the rest of the lawn is only getting cut once that week, so it makes sense exactly. for primitive to, for the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Now, uh, moving down, we've got Passage. This one's a, a, a really interesting one, this one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Passage, is, it's, it's, it's a, it is a very good one. So this is all to do with how the machine travels back to the docking station. Okay, so... In the past, our machines used to just travel around the perimeter. It land on the perimeter when it ran out of charge, and it would travel back to the docking station on top of the wire. Um, but now we have the feature. I say now we've it's been out for a long time. When when the machine runs out, what it'll do is it'll travel back to the perimeter wire to find its way home, and it'll travel on the perimeter wire for up to two meters if you've got passage turned on to wide or narrow. Once once it hits the perimeter wire and it's travelled two metres, it'll, like I said, travel the two metres. Once it's done that, if the passage is turned on, it will flick off the perimeter wire and it'll f- follow the circumference of the garden back to the docking station at the wide distance, up to 80 centimetres, that is, off the docking, off the wire. And then once it gets to the um, docking station or the guide loops, whichever comes first, it will then flick back onto the dock, onto the wire and continue its uh, manoeuvres into the docking station as normal. I'll just quickly flick through these ones. So there's obviously the IMO date and time. We know what that is going to be. We can choose a time zone depending where in the world we are. Then we can uh, change the photo again here. Yep. But then moving down uh, uh, below here, we've got an information tab uh, where we've got error and event logs. Now, can we? Can you give us a bit of information about that, please, Stuart? Yeah, these these things are really these are what I was saying earlier on. If you if you've got these access for dealer turned on, this is where your dealer will be able to go in there and look at the event logs. It'll be able to download the event log or the error log. The dealer can actually download a PDF document and it can look at what's been going on with your machine over the last week. 
Yeah, and, and it can be sometimes something as as easy as somebody just flicked a power switch off, can't they? You know, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's bizarre, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really handy features that for for both the end user and the dealer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, so I'm going to, well, obviously there's a couple of little tabs there that say serial number of the machine uh, and some information about the software package, et cetera, but it's nothing that we really need to cover during this podcast. So I'm going to do the right thing and click finished, uh, which will then take us back to the to the main page. We're back, back on the page now to the right-hand side, uh, sorry, to the left-hand side of the, the sprocket or the, uh, the cog. Uh, there's a little teardrop there, isn't there? Yeah, if you, that's just that's just kind of letting you say if if you're I don't know, say if you start working in an office somewhere and you think oh god, where's my email? I'm just having to check to make sure it's still there. Click on your um, question mark with the teardrop, I say, and it'll just locate where your IMO is. Moving down, we've got the which you, you you sort of like mentioned this on the on the previous podcast when we did the overview. You got the the main sort of like what we'd say status uh, icon in the middle of the page. You've got this square with a picture of the IMO in, um, and at the top you've got like a, a banner, which will tell you whether it's charging, whether it's driving home, um, whether it's mowing, or whether it's on an edge mow. Yeah. Um, so that's that's your options on there. And then underneath that, depending what the status of the machine is now, um, the, my, the one I'm looking at now is um, it's start charging. So underneath there, I've got an option to send it to start mowing or to send it on an edge mow. Yeah, and my, my, the one I'm looking at now... He's out. He's currently out mowing, and I've got an option to ask it to return to the docking station. Yeah. So, and if 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 there is if the machine is inactive as well, it will also or goes offline. This status will also say you know I'm offline. It will tell you when it was last on online, etc. And uh, because I've uh, I've not been uh, keeping my uh, demo machines up to date, I've all actually got a little spanner. Uh, icon on mine which is indicating that uh, I need to change the blade on my IMO so it gives you a little reminder there for the end user to, uh, to change the blade I'll get that done over the weekend yes, I promise so you should. <laughs> yeah. um, and then under, underneath there you've got um, on my, the one I'm looking at now it's got like a little calendar page if you like it and it's got like a little black line halfway going through a uh, loading type screen if I click yeah. on that bit there where it says 17 it will then tell me it's 17 hours out of 40 hours worth of mowing for this particular um, week. Right, yeah, because it's got given a, a set amount of hours depending on the size of the lawn to complete the mowing in, so it could be, you know, up to 50 hours, whatever. Uh, that that can be changed, obviously, depending on the size of the lawn or, or, or seasonal demands. Uh, and, yeah, so it's just giving you an update, isn't it, really? And, and I, I'm just sliding along here. We might as well cover this because we can see this in the statistics tab later on, can't we? So have we, have we to yeah, cover absolutely. this now? So. Yeah, we may as well do it as it flows, yeah. So uh, I, so my mower is telling me that it's, uh, well, early on in the week, we did have a few showers earlier on this week, so this one's telling me it's done three out of 17 hours this week. Last week it did all its hours. If I, There's a little slider you can slide along from one page to another. Uh, it's telling me last week it did all its hours. The week before it, it did all its hours. But the couple of weeks before that, it didn't come out as much. We obviously had bad weather and it was cooler conditions as well. So we didn't uh, we didn't need the IMO out there. So yeah. And then the final tab, it's just giving you overall blade operating times, isn't it? And uh, and operating hours. Operating so, hours yeah. complete. Yeah. I've got some machine yeah. cutting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like we said, that links to the statistics tab, which is Correct, uh, yeah. the, the 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 far right. Yeah. Next one, I'm going to click on Smart, which is a little light bulb. So at the top, I've got Smart Messages. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty much your your um, notifications on your phones and things like that. And that that'll tell us, you know, if somebody presses a stop button, something as simple as that. So, uh, just so let's just say you're at work and there's nobody around home, somebody might come in the garden, you know, press a stop button, or or the wife might have done that, or the kids uh, at the weekend, things like that. So you know that it's been stopped, so you can sort it out and get somebody to have a check on it or go outside and check on it and get it back up and mowing and doing what it's supposed to do. Next, we've got mowing duration. Yeah, so you've got mowing duration. So the, the machine, I'm, I've just clicked on it on, this, uh, on the app that I'm on now. I've clicked on mowing duration. Um, it's doing 4,000 square metres. Um, it's, it's, it's just set up as the machine would set itself up but the customer's not touched any timings or anything like that. So it's literally doing what this machine suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, but on there, you can adjust the, to the growth. It says adjust to growth, so you can. It's at the moment it's on normal. You can change it to intense. So in theory, the machine tries to get as much as it the cutting done as possible, rather than slowing down and thinking, Do you know what, I'll have a bit of a rest today. I'll come out later on. It'll it'll yeah. try and do a lot of the cutting as early in the week as it can to to deal with that. Right. Okay. Yeah. And obviously seasonal demands as well you know i don't i don't know what it's like uh, over your neck of the woods Stuart, but the grass is growing like billio. like uh, like billio over here yeah so you maybe want, want to just uh, pop it onto intensive and and just get it to get it out there and get it cut in the grass yeah, yeah just to yeah. get that's i mean a lot of people do use intensive at the, like you say the start of the season just to give it a once over and um, get it back under control quicker yeah yeah cool so but then i can see there's a little tab at the bottom that says adapt manually now i'm going to be brave I'm going to tap that. Yeah, there we go. I've done that. So uh, that's just basically letting me know that I can uh, adapt how many hours um, the the machine comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So obviously, um, the one like I say, the one I was looking at was a four thousand square four thousand square meter um, install, and it's already manually putting forty hours. Um, but yeah, if you really wanted to, you could spin that right up to one hundred twenty six hours. It's saying. Yeah. Yeah. But what you've got to remember to do, there's no point in putting that amount of time in because your active time is different. I did once yeah, yeah. where I, I did once where I actually had to use an app. Customer had an install of four thousand square meters, but they only put they changed the active uh, mowing like what we're looking at now, but they changed it to one hour. <laughs> yeah. So the grass never got cut, and it was yeah. only when, it was only when the dealer managed to get access to the app, he went on here, looked at it, and was like, "Well, there you go. That's why it's not cut." Yeah, so the the mowing duration has to sort of like link and sit in the active times as well. So the active times are on a calendar, which we'll look at in a sec, and those are the times uh, during the week that the IMO will be active and come out to play and do its thing and, and do its mowing. Um, Correct. But obviously if, if the times don't match up, um, if you've not got enough active time and too much mowing duration, then it may not, may not, uh, may not come out to mow. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's great. So now then... Um, next up, we've got uh, mow plan type. Yeah, so you can on on that you can choose. Um, you've got your standard mowing. All our all our machines come preset now as um, standard mowing, and that literally is a case of when you've got active time in your on the on the calendar on the app or on the machine. Mm-hmm. If it says it's going to come out mowing at eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday unless the weather stops it from doing that, because in case it, if it's chucking it down, it won't come out if you've got the settings yep. on the weather app like that. But in theory, if it said it's going to come out at 8 in the morning, it will come out at 8 in the morning. Yeah. And it will it literally will... it literally either be charging or cutting. That's all it does. 
Yeah, it will just do what it's told and not th- not think for itself, basically. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so then dynamic that basically, as it says here in the app, it optimizes its operations during the active time, so it'll be working with the weather planner, etc., all those sort of things to to achieve achieve best performance, really, isn't Correct. it? Correct. Yeah, and it, and it's it's not just best performance for the guy; it's best performance for the um, for the machine as well. It, you know, it looks after the battery more and stuff like that. So it's it's a winner all around. Your your garden is looked after better. A little bit better, and the machine it, it helps the machine have a better life as well. Next, safety tab. Yep. So your safety tab. Most of what you need to do with this is actually on the machine. You need to make sure you turn the level on. We discussed it a little bit earlier. Um, so on on the one I'm looking at now, unfortunately, it's the safety levels on on off, so it's not on anything. But you've got GPS protect um, tab, but you can only highlight that if you've got the um, security level turned up on the actual machine itself so so for example my machine i've got gps protection on i turned it on physically on the machine that's allowed me to change the safety levels i'm on the highest safety level now so if anybody was to god forbid come and uh, try and walk away with the uh, with the imo then i get a little notification just uh, informing me of that that's safety out of the way so we've got weather now yeah so the weather if you click on the weather smart weather you've got Again, it was a bit like a other setting that we saw earlier on. You've got zero is in all weathers, four in dry conditions only. The one I'm looking at now is it's set right in the middle on number two, which will it'll take a bit of rain and carry on mowing, but if, it, if the heavens open and it really chucks it down, it will head home for cover. Or you can you can turn on the weather forecast on on the slider underneath. Yeah, and that that's that's what we've we've mentioned before. It's it's basically the the link to Google Weather, Correct. isn't it? You know, so. Yeah, yeah, so it works in addition with that. Now, uh, back onto the home page, I'm going to click on map. Now, I like this bit. Yeah, the map. The map's very good. Obviously, you can see your little pretty picture of your garden and things like that if you've got it on satellite. I like this one for when, you, when you're abroad. I know why I feel the need to have a quick look at my garden when I'm on holiday, but it's quite nice to look at your garden and think, there's my IMO in my garden. Yeah, it's a little bit reassuring, yeah, isn't course. it? You know, that it's still yeah. there and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you might have got a bit homesick, Stuart. No, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I don't. I miss, miss the IMO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the top right-hand corner, there's a little teardrop with a plus. Yeah, so that's... Now, this is my favourite bit. Yeah, so yeah. When, you, when you if you was actually at home, not looking at it when you're on a holiday on the beach somewhere, but when you're actually at home and you've got an area of grass that sometimes gets missed by the IMO, you can wander across there open this page up and it'll it'll put like a little mark where the, where the pin drop is, that's where you are. It will flag up where you are and you can literally click on the little plus with the teardrop thing, automatic um, mowing, click on that, it'll say automatic mowing's on and you can change the time and you can put like a radius of how, how big an area you want it to cut. A little bit like the starting points, yeah. but you can just do it as yeah. a, a yeah. one-off. Yeah, I was going to say, so that starting point I've got at the, the top end of my... Uh, my area that uh, I, I could walk up there, stand in the middle of that area that I want mowing a little bit more intensively, um, increase the radius to suit. Yeah. So uh, I can increase the radius to, I think it's 30 metres yeah. again, um, and then put a, a time I want it to mow till. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, like you say, it is fantastic, yeah. is Yeah, really good feature, that. So I'm going to close that down again. And so that's map. So now then, active times. Okay, yeah. So um, when you open that up, on the one I've got now, it's on. It's, it does a lot of mowing. Looking at this one, they've set it up for a long time. So it's literally mowing between five in the morning and 
half ten at night, half nine at night, sorry, with an hour and a half dinner Holy. break. Um, so you'll see it's like got... Um, needs, I'm sorry sorry to interrupt you, Stuart, but it needs a longer I know, dinner break. It, 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 it should have an yeah. afternoon break as well, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if, if the, what you can see on there are bright orange, it means that their active timers are actually turned on. If they were grey or yep. something like that, that means that they're, they're there, but for some reason they've actually been um, disabled them particular days. So that, that could be maybe... Um, Certain parts of the year, yeah, or certain types of times of the cutting season where the grass isn't maybe as active. Yeah, they might have a few days off. Can, yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, cool. And then up at the top, we've obviously got the the weather bar incorporates each day of the week. So I'm going. Uh, we're on Wednesday today while we're recording this. So I'm going to tap on that and see what opens up. So well, yeah, when I tap on which well whichever day it is, it gives me a weather report of what's up and coming for for the next 24 hours or I can let's have a look at what it's going to do tomorrow Thursday uh, same again on Thursday and then on Friday oh Friday we've got a little bit of rain so yeah I can see here that it's it's it may may consider the rain that's going to fall on Friday and, and adapt its mowing program for Thursday and Saturday in advance of that weather exactly. change very clever yep cool yeah yep Right, we like that as well. And we can also add and change different mowing times in here as well, can't we, if we need yeah, to? Absolutely, well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Just click on that um, plus sign at the top right. Yeah. Choose, you click on which day you want at the moment. It's it's on Wednesday, because we're recording yeah. on a Wednesday. Click on that, it's highlighted, and then you can just literally put a start time and an end time. And then at the bottom there, it just says save. Uh, and then the last tab is obviously statistics, which we've we've already covered earlier on with that link from the calendar on the on the main machine yeah. page. So uh, I think we're done there. So thanks very much for your time once again. And uh, I'll I'll go away and I'll think of some other podcast ideas uh, where I can uh, bother you and and and, and uh, yeah, absolutely get some get some more info yeah. off you for yeah. everybody. Okay, all right, Stuart. <laughs> thanks again. <laughs> okay, Take okay. care. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye now. Bye now. That's the end of part one of our IMO app podcasts. As I'm sure you'll agree, we've covered a huge amount of information, which will be a benefit to the end user. With the ability to monitor the functions and operations wherever you are, you are basically turning the IMO into a smart home system for your garden. And speaking of smart home systems, don't forget that as well as using the app on your handheld smart device, the IMO can be linked to various Alexa and Google smart systems, as well as Siri on the iOS platform. You can check compatibility at still.co.uk or contact Still Customer Services for any help. I'm going to catch up with Declan for part two, where we'll discuss the benefits of the app for our servicing dealers. I'll catch up with you then. Hey, Siri, where's my IMO? For more episodes, training videos, e-learning courses and more, please visit stilltraining.com. If you have a topic you'd like to hear on a future episode, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know by emailing learning at stil.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Customer services for any help. 
I'm going to catch up with Declan for part two, where we'll discuss the benefits of the app for our servicing dealers. I'll catch up with you then. Hey, Siri, where's my IMO? For more episodes, training videos, e-learning courses and more, please visit stilltraining.com. If you have a topic you'd like to hear on a future episode, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know by emailing learning at still.co.uk. Thanks for listening.